we are huge fans of the brand. Um, and I know it's been not easy to build something. You know, Lindsay and I have built this from the ground up, but especially for a product and something that's in the space where it's like, can be really challenging to bring something through that is as clean as it says it is. Um, what was your journey with starting the company? Like, what was your why? Well, I started Primally Pure really out of a desire to solve my own problem, like many businesses do. I struggled with acne in junior high and high school and really went the conventional route and saw a dermatologist, used anything and everything that she prescribed to me. I was on round after round of antibiotics at one point. Little did I know at the time the damage that was doing to my gut, which was then, you know, affecting my skin's ability to fight off the acne I was dealing with and um, using lots of different creams and ointments that were causing irritation for me. So I was getting some results, but it was always very short-lived and I never felt like I was getting the lasting solution that I wanted. And it wasn't until later in life when um, I was actually in college, I was working at Trader Joe's and a coworker recommended jojoba oil as a moisturizer. And, you know, I think most of us that had like acne prone skin in the early 2000s, like every commercial was, you oil know, free. yes, oil free mm-hmm. was like glorified. And the goal was always to like strip my skin of mm-hmm. its natural oil production. That toner, those toners, mm-hmm. Toners, yeah. It would burn your skin. You're like, ah. So true. You're I know. like on flaming. Yeah, your skin was stings for like, like 30 minutes. It was like, a, it was like kind of like a body high. You're like. <laughs> yeah, oh. it was crazy. So I totally bought into all of that. I swapped out the moisturizer I was using at the time for jojoba oil. Mm-hmm. And that just made a huge difference in the health of my skin. I felt like it was more balanced mm. than it ever had been. And so I made that change, kind of went about life. And then later when my husband and his dad and brothers were starting a regenerative livestock farm, I started digging into diet and just learning that a lot of the foods that I always thought were healthy weren't as healthy as I thought they were. And so I changed a lot of things about my diet. I removed processed foods, um, refined sugar, gluten, most dairy, I think I was doing a little bit of like raw organic dairy at the time. But after I did that, noticed a really big difference in my skin health. And that led me to like, if I, the idea that if I've been wrong about the foods that I've been eating my whole life, like what else have I been wrong about? And so I started looking into things like deodorant and other personal care products and other skincare products and was really surprised by everything I found. And that Mm -hmm. just kind of kickstarted this whole passion project of mine of, blending formulas and giving them to friends and family to try, using them myself and just kind of doing R&D on myself and friends and family and seeing what worked and what didn't. Um, and then, like I mentioned, my my um, husband and his family was starting a farm around that same time. So everything kind of um, just lined up to where I quit my job. I was working at Special Olympics at the time in Arizona. My husband was a teacher in Arizona. We both quit our jobs, moved in with his family to start this farm. And I was like making skincare products. There was nine people living in the house because his siblings had quit their jobs to start this farm. So people would be trying to make dinner and I would be like cooking deodorants on the stove. (laughs) 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 And this went on for like a year. Um, So it was nuts. And then by the end of that year, we ended up moving out onto the newer farm property that we had gotten. And I was able to really like roll with it at that point. What surprised you the most about what you had been consuming? And then when you took it out, like what types of changes did you experience? Yeah. So the first book that 
turned me, that just kind of was a light bulb for me was um, The Paleo Solution by Rob Wolf. Mm -hmm. I had no idea that my body could react negatively to whole grains. That was always something that society tells us is good for us, like period, Mm -hmm. no matter what. It's like whole grains are good for you. It's part Mm -hmm. of the food pyramid. It's like what we were all, what we all grew up being told. So that was the first one where I was like, oh my gosh, like this, this is possibly not good for me. Mm-hmm. Isn't the um, mold correct? I'm, I mean, a lot of I times for grains in the United so many States, different theories. The yeah, that is definitely a thing. Yeah. A lot Just of times, pesticides. yeah, they're heavily yes. sp- sprayed with Roundup. The species of grains are like very different now than they were, you know, centuries ago. Wow. Mm-hmm. I would eat like three boxes of cereal a day. I'm like, I'm doing Same. the pyramid. <laughs> I remember like the Kellogg's, Kellogg's had K. like a diet yes. where it was like you eat six bowls of cereal a day K and K then diet. a bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bar. bar. That's like my dream, (laughs) to be honest. (laughs) I mean, I love bars. It's my fucking dream. (laughs) Totally. But I I totally did that for like, I don't know how long. But I would have like one bowl of cereal and I'm like, but I'm still hungry. I'm hungry. Yeah. So that was probably the biggest thing um, for me was giving up gluten. That made a big big difference for me. Gluten-free. And my energy levels Mm -hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. I think with like awakening or switching to natural, it's like, doing it step by step. And mm-hmm. once you do realize something, and this is like within consciousness too, you can then, you're like, oh my God. If I And I felt like that too with like home products and detergents. Yeah. I was like, wow. Thinking about having detergent, mm-hmm. this toxic chemical on your skin all day. And, you're, and I would think I, my skin would absorb lotion. Why wouldn't my skin absorb also the stuff that's on my clothes? Yeah. You know, and you just kind of like peel it back and you're like, okay. I'm putting something toxic on my skin. I'm putting something toxic in my body. And if we care about what we're eating from a health perspective, we should also be caring about what we're washing our face with, what we're doing all of these things too. So your process, how long were you at Special Olympics working while you were starting the business? And was it a side hustle at the time? Yeah, it was. And that was about a year that I was there. What was that like? Because I think there's a lot of women in our community that have side hustle, side projects. They're building things on the side and it can be really hard and you don't know where it's going. You don't know if it's going to work. You don't have a lot of time. You're feeling super exhausted. You're feeling unsure. Like, what were you feeling during that time? Yeah. One thing I'm very grateful for is that I didn't have kids at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a whole new challenge to navigate mm-hmm. for moms that have a full-time thing and also have this passion that they want to develop. So I'm grateful for that. But it was still difficult. I mean, you're still working way over like 40 hours a week. And I think... What was nice is that we, Arizona's not where we grew up. It was a new place for us. So we didn't have like a big community there. And I was able to just really dive into my hobby of of making these products and using like every group that I was connected with at the time, which was like work. I was at a CrossFit gym at the time. We were going to church somewhere. So I was just kind of using like this, these these people that we were friends with, more like acquaintances because we hadn't been there super long, but I was kind of using them as like test pools and giving products to them to try and getting feedback. And I think one thing that was really helpful is I kind of integrated my passion into like my small community that I had. And it was just, it was so much a part of me that it was very natural for me to share it with people and get feedback. It was almost like a social thing. Like I would go Mm. to CrossFit even when I wasn't going to work out just to like drop off deodorants and hear what people thought of the last tubes that they tried. So I think it helps when you're so passionate about something where it's like, you can't not do it. Like Mm -hmm. you can't not spend time on it or share it with people and working on it even after you've been at work for 
eight, nine hours, like you, it still fills you up because you're, you're so passionate about it. And that's kind of where I was at the time. Yeah. I think that's the key. Yeah. You know, finding something that you love, doing something you would do anyways, finding that reason and purpose. And for a lot of people, it's like, if you don't truly love something or aren't passionate about it, it's not going to stick around or it's Mm -hmm. not going to be something that you're doing or wanting to do anyways. And it should feel good. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. it's not always going to feel good, but most of all, it should feel good. I think especially the beginning should be so, it should almost surprise you how much energy this thing is giving you when you do it. Yeah. Because there will be times in the future where it does get hard and it gets like technical and, you know, there's money involved and it gets a little unfun, but you stay with it because there's that like foundational. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.